Shortly before his death, Robert the Bruce requested that his heart be removed from his body and taken on crusade by a worthy knight. James Douglas, one of his closest friends, was at his bedside and took on the responsibility. The heart of Robert the Bruce was embalmed and placed in a small container that Douglas carried around his neck. In every battle that Douglas fought, he literally carried the heart of his king pressed against his chest. In the early spring of 1330, Douglas sailed from Scotland to Granada, Spain, and engaged in a campaign against the Moors. In an ill-fated battle, Douglas found himself surrounded, and in this situation, death was both certain and imminent. In that moment, Douglas reached for the heart strapped around his neck, flung the heart into the enemy's mist, and cried out, Fight for the heart of your king! One historian quoted Douglas as shouting, Forward, brave heart, as ever thou wert wont to do, and Douglas will follow his king's heart or die. The motto of the Douglas clan to which the present Duke belongs is even to this day simply, Forward. A Tribe Called Forward Although anyone who understands the heart of God knows that the Crusades were a tragic lesson in missing the point, the power of the story awakens within me a primal longing that I am convinced awaits to be unleashed within everyone who is a follower of Jesus Christ. To belong to God is to belong to His heart. If we have responded to the call of Jesus to leave everything and follow Him, then there is a voice within us crying out, Fight for the heart of your King. Yet Christianity over the past 2,000 years has moved from a tribe of renegades to a religion of conformists. Those who choose to follow Jesus become participants in an insurrection. To claim we believe is simply not enough. The call of Jesus is one that demands action. Jesus began his public ministry with a simple invitation, Come, follow me. His closing instructions to his disciples can be summarized in one word, Go. A quick survey of the modern church would lead you to believe his invitation was, come and listen. And his closing mandate would be summarized in one word, no. The tribe of Jesus, above all people, should rightly carry the banner forward. I know the imagery of the story is nothing less than barbaric, but maybe that's the point. The invitation of Jesus is a revolutionary call to fight for the heart of humanity. We are called to an unconventional war using only the weapons of faith, hope, and love. Nevertheless, this war is no less dangerous than any war ever fought. And for those of us who embrace the cause of Christ, the cost to participate in the mission of God is nothing less than everything we are and everything we have. Strangely enough, though, some who come to Jesus Christ seem to immediately and fully embrace this barbarian way. They live their lives with every step moving forward and with every fiber of their being fighting for the heart of the King. Jesus Christ has become the all-consuming passion of their lives. They are not about religion or position. They have little patience for institutions or bureaucracies. Their lack of respect for tradition or ritual makes them seem uncivilized to those who love religion. When asked if they are Christians, their answer might surprisingly be no. They are passionate followers of Jesus Christ. They see Christianity as a world religion, in many ways no different from any other religious system, whether Buddhism, Hinduism, Islam, or Christianity. They're not about religion. They're about advancing the revolution Jesus started 2,000 years ago. This is the simplicity of the barbarian way. If you are a follower of Christ, then you are called to fight for the heart of your king. It is a life fueled by passion, a passion for God and a passion for people. The psalmist tells us to delight ourselves in the Lord, and he will give us the desires of our hearts, Psalm 37, 4. When Christianity becomes just another religion, it focuses on what God requires just to keep people in line.
We build our own Christian civilization and then demand that everyone who believes in Jesus becomes a good citizen. It's hard to imagine that Jesus would endure the agony of the cross just to keep us in line. Jesus began a revolution to secure our freedom. The new covenant that he established puts its trust not in the law, but in the transforming power of God's Spirit living within us. The revolution of the human heart would fuel the life and vitality of this movement. We would delight in God, and he would give us the desires of our hearts. With our hearts burning for God, we would move forward with the freedom to pursue the passions burning within us. Raw Love my daughter Mariah and I were eating Thai food in San Diego. We were getting some important dad and daughter time. There's nothing like one-on-one -on -one to create an environment for some real heart-to-heart -heart conversation. After she reminded me that I was the only one between the two of us that liked Thai, she began to open her heart and bring me into her dreams. Daddy, one day I want